Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Unordinary Sisters. My name is Jenny, and I'm joined again by my sister, Lauren. Hey, Jenjo. What's going on? Oh, you know, just a little nervous because this is this is important, and I hope oh, we do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a very hot topic of the Webtoon Unordinary today. You know, people in the uh, the Reddit, you know, uh, the Reddit threads and stuff, they're seething over this, so I'm excited to get into it. Now, this one is a milestone. I just wanted to commemorate us, you know, shamelessly, because we've reached 10 whole episodes of our beautiful fledgling podcast that we have here. Yay! Woo! Cue applause. Yeah. So, okay, I'll stop. Anyways, folks, we just had our first... Ah! I wasn't I'll get ready for that. I'll get some applause. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, anyways. Folks, we just had our first mini episode a few days ago. Um, I think it was called Sister Speculation. And it we call it that because it wasn't our normal gig, you know? Uh, we basically just summarized the recent arc of the safe house. And obviously, as the title indicates, we speculated on the characters that have been um, coming up recently. Um so every time we refer to what we're doing, we just call it speculation. I don't even, it sounds very intellectual. I, I repeat that word a lot. I kind of I need to find another word for speculation, really. Well, I mean, you know, I think speculation, you know, Google has it as the forming of a theory or conjecture without firm evidence. I think sometimes our evidence is not the most firm. Is garbage. No, well, <laughs> Literally. No, I, no, I think we, and I'm going to take credit because it's mostly you. I think we do a pretty good job of making sure that we do cite things and we try to be very clear yeah. when we are speculating. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think we usually try to do theories that are a little more unusual, you know, a little more, I guess, like, like uh, concrete, I guess, because... You know, you'll hear a lot, a lot thrown around on Instagram and, uh, you know, Reddit and stuff. But, like, we really try to, like, put it all together here. And sometimes it's not very easy. Like, the one we did with, like, William Doe, like, I was, I, taking that one on was, like, like, really intimidating for me. Because it was, like, there wasn't much to go on, you know. But I still made the attempt, you know. And then after you listen to it, guys, and it's confirmed that he actually doesn't have an ability, you know, y'all can come back to me and thank me for that, you know. But <laughs> not that that's going to happen, but. <laughs> what we try to do is make sure that we are talking about things that people want to talk about and they've also thought about from time to time. And I'm sure a lot of people, you know, enjoy some discourse about William Doe and we did what we could with it. And and that's that's true. That's true with everybody you know, everybody that we've talked about before, whether it's Lila or Headmaster Vaughn or Serafina, Terrence, you know, we really try to, you know, just give our take on some really important, interesting characters. Mm-hmm. Now, I think this one's probably going to be the most important one we've done so far. Next to like, I guess, like, you know, plot wise, next to like the mini episode, I guess, because those are these are both going to be very like, you know, th- these are like the hot topics. These are going on right now. So. Yeah. Now, uh, before we get any further, like usual, I have an unordinary question for Lauren here. Ah. And, you know, we were talking the other day about left brain and right brain in our last episode. And I was making fun of Lauren because she was struggling with comprehending the ability charts. <laughs> and she, she said she had an easier time uh, interpreting the levels themselves, the numbers. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just teasing you. But so I'll be nice with this one. All right. So tell me with 
all the information we have accumulated up until now, tell me if, hypothetically, Arlo were to take an amplifier, whether that be via a syringe or, you know, a liquor shot or we don't really know yet. But if he did, what do you think his level would be? Hint, his level's a 6.3 last we saw. Okay. Um, let me think. Uh, shoot, like a like a 9.4? Yes, quick maths. You got it. So according to what we've seen so far, you know. Dang, that's, that's serious. I know, dude. That's why I wanted this to be a question. I was thinking about like doing something like this because it kind of goes in line with what we're talking about. And I was like, there's no way it would be that high. <laughs> so, and not only that, it's an odd number. So, and with Lennon... He Lennon went from a 3.5 to a 5.3. I have it pulled up here. Um, and that that rounds up. So actually he might have a 9.5 ability. 9.5 level Arlo would. So which is crazy yeah. because that would mean like obviously Serafina would be a 10 or you I know. know. So Arlo would be the strongest character we have seen to date if he did that. And I mean, obviously, there are other characters that would be higher. I just thought that one was interesting. Really. Yeah, because it's still below a ten, which is interesting. Um, and look, maybe we tell people where are we at? Episode two hundred nine or two ten is out. Right uh, yeah, yeah. Two not two ten hasn't come out yet. Two ten's coming out tomorrow, so we're gonna have to do another um sister speculation on that one. I'm excited to see that one, dude. I can't even tell. I I'll I'll move on, but like I just ranted so long in our sister speculation one. Because I'm just so looking forward to this episode tomorrow. There's there's so much that could happen. So yeah, but I just want to remind people like there's spoilers. If you're not up to 209, like go do that. Yeah, de- yeah, definitely. Always, always. Honestly, we should have that in the description. Like literally, oh. don't listen to any of this if you're not caught up. I'll put that. I'll <laughs> put know? that. Okay, so let's get into it. So. If you guys haven't guessed, we're back to our normal gig, except today, instead of discussing a character or plot holes or anything like that, we're discussing a specific aspect of Ember. And what happened, Lorna and I discussed this, and we decided we should partition Ember into different episodes because we believe we would need to space space out our takes a bit um, because it's a pretty intricate topic and we still don't have all the pieces and, you know, there's a lot of organizations, there's a lot of branches. So, yeah, I'm, we literally wrote out the branches and the flow charts and the Venn right. diagram. Like- so I'm just going to say this. Um, it's not really a spoiler or anything, but we're going to lay off anything that has any possibility of dealing with Ember. Stuff like the Dampeners, Terrence and Lila. Those are not going to be mentioned in this, really. Okay. Well, because this is going to be a lot. This- Sorry. Mike- it, but specifically the dampeners we're gonna focus on the amplifier side exactly we're gonna be focused on the amplifiers everything else it would just take too long in this episode this episode's already gonna be really long so we're just gonna <laughs> ignore that for now and we'll do an, we'll do another episode in the future maybe on I that know. i'm wondering if even this one is gonna be a two-parter i know we'll see so but not to fret because just by the way guys we also already covered much of what there is to know about terrence and lila um those episodes are not too dated yet because, you know, no. new new info has been coming out pretty slow. You know how an ordinary space. So yeah. I do uh, recommend you listen to what we have to say about those two characters. And yeah, that would Lila, be in episode two and five. 
Yeah, Lila episode two that was posted July 9th and Terrence episode five posted July 31st. And as of right now, it's um, early December 2020. <laughs> yeah, and... It it looks like it's funny I say that actually because I think we just saw recently Lila and Terrence so honestly that would be a good episode to uh, put on the books to do in the future you know mm-hmm. so anyways without further ado let's actually get into it. we're ten minutes in and we haven't even started okay firstly Listen, I just want to outline love it or they hate it but if you sorry hate what it, people either love it or they hate it and if they hate it I don't know why they're here I know seriously okay so. I just wanted to first outline what we know about the amplifiers this for, Lauren. And yeah. you can chime in anytime you want to add anything. I have a lot to say, so I'm just going to get into it. So we know Ember is distributing the amplifiers, right? It's been said by the trio and the webtoon, and they believe that the intention behind this would be to test the capabilities of these drugs. They're essentially creating these mini hierarchies. Sorry, what were you saying? I think we should define the trio. Oh, so, ah. see, I just I have these terms, you know. I know. I said it and sister speculation too, but just to be sure, I wrote it out as trio, so it, it didn't click in my mind that people n- might not know. That's Remy Eisen and Blake. Did you know what I was? Uh, you knew what I was talking about, though, right, oh, yeah, Lauren? I know. I, I call <laughs> but then I it just hit me that maybe not everybody knows. Okay, right. yeah. So they so I mean, they have they are they are the trio guys. If you listen to me and I say the trio, just know it's those three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they know, they they have figured out that Ember is distributing the amplifiers. Mm-hmm. And they believe that the Ember, the people in Ember, these individuals are essentially creating these mini hierarchies that leads to further corruption in these really small towns. And it's not even covered by news media. So it's essentially just a system where mid-tiers or mid-tiers hopped up on drugs. So pseudo elite tiers i guess abuse lower tiers um now we know with near certainty that the authorities it seems are tied to ember now also i just want to know it seems like near the news certainty. media sorry near certainty dun, dun, dun. Near, okay i need to stop talking like that really we're almost certain guys that's what i meant <laughs> Okay, and I just want to note on the side, it seems like the news media, I don't think they're tied to Ember, but they're definitely under the authority's thumb. So I just wanted to put that out there too. Because yep. they've been pretty suspicious, you know, and they everything that they say aligns with what the authorities would agree with. You know, it's it's their beliefs basically broadcasted. So yep. now there's a lot of evidence of this correlation between Ember and the authorities. You know, one thing is like the lack of action that's been taken to secure these mid-tier areas and their apparent disregard of superheroes. And another thing is their immense strength. You know, like the authorities, when we think about it, it seems like they're essentially a hierarchy made up of high tiers or elite tiers themselves, you know, solely of high tiers, elite tiers. It seems like they're powerful people. And lastly, they're, they just have this overwhelming desire to keep everyone in line, you know, and that goes for people like Evie and then all the way to like John. You know, it's it's manipulation at its finest to keep these all these people, powerful and weak, alike in line. Right. And in line doesn't mean in line necessarily with each other, right? It's keeping Evie where she belongs and keeping John or the Johns of the world where they belong right at the top. 
I guess that's kind of ironic because in their attempt to align everyone, it's really just dividing them all further, you know, shoving them into this hierarchy just creates more disturbance in the system. And, you know, and we are, we already know that, you know, if you read up to 209 or 205 or whatever's out right now, you know, that the hierarchy is just a failed system. But um, evidence of all this really stems from a single character and her name is Valerie, AKA, Vulcan. Now, oh, but is it? What is it? AKA. Okay, 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 okay. Let, mm, I'm gonna get into it. <laughs> so, we believe Lorna, I or I believe uh, Lauren's a little sketch, bro. Lauren's not on me with this. I believe they are the same person because there's been tons well, of indications. Of this. No, okay, no. I have a list. I have a list of like six things, Lauren. Okay, no more oh than God, that. I don't physically. Have a list. It's all physically, in my brain. Okay, listen to this. Physically, okay, physically. Their appearances are identical, okay? Height, hair, eyes, eyeshadow, attitude, mannerisms, the whole lot. The things that she said were identical. We we saw that with Remy and their car. Oh crap, that might not be out yet. Spoiler guys. No, <laughs> you know, we said, we said, listen, you need to be up. You need right, to be right. Remy, Remy had a conversation with Valerie, and Valerie told her exactly what Vulcan told her in their fight, and she said that Ray's death was a waste of talent or something like that you know a waste of talent you know you could have been so much more it was something like that yeah it was Um, definitely like what a waste kind of a thing mm -hmm. but but the only thing that does not perfectly coincide with all this is is her ability yes and lord i'm gonna hand it over to lord because she's very excited about this so i'll (laughs) let you take a stab at it okay you try to explain to me what's going on well, I just have so we we've talked before in the past about families. There is a correlation between their abilities, right? We've seen it with. Um, we believe that Seraphine and her mom, right, have the same ability or very similar. Is that right, Jenny? Right. It seems like they're both time manipulation. Yes. Right. Them too, and then Ray and Remy obviously have the same ability, some sort of you know, lightning or electric or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it makes sense when Arlo is at the lunch or whatever it is with Remy and his aunt, Valerie, that he tells Remy that she has a barrier and Arlo has a barrier. That makes so much sense to me. It's not the only family that we've seen where the abilities would be similar. Also, the only person that we've ever seen that has truly two abilities or multiple abilities is John. And he's really just kind of borrowing them from other people. So the fact that these people are being killed and we saw Vulcan fight with these like fiery claws and that's how people, including Ray, right? That's how superheroes, including Ray are being killed by Ember. And we saw Vulcan fight with those. That's I have a huge problem with that because we haven't heard anything about amplifiers or anything else that give you another ability. Mm -hmm. Right. And just a side note there, Arlo does confirm in that episode that abilities are hereditary because he says something like, well, she's my aunt. Of course, she's going to have some variation of my barrier. So that was actually like concretely confirmed in that episode. So there is, there is complications there. I don't go into that too much because mine's really focused um, on the ability on the uh, amplifiers and on John. So I don't really talk too much about Vulcan in this, but um, I, I just really can't really see it being more than like a variation of an amplifier or something. Right. But I, just, I think we just need more information. Yeah, I, just, I, I don't see. I, I can't really. We can't really look too far into that. Honestly, no, but to me, it's like it's like a non-negotiable. Like, 
if her ability is barrier, she cannot be Vulcan to me. She can't be. It can't. It can't I don't care that her earrings are the same or bubbles. Are <laughs> I the listed same. so many things, though. Okay, yeah, height, <laughs> hair, eyes, eyeshadow, mannerisms, the authorities. Yeah, everything. I, just, I don't. <laughs> that I can't. I can't get over. I can't get over the ability being different. Right. And you the- know what? I'm thinking Remy is going to have the same mindset as you, and it's going to really tick me off. She's just going to brush it off, like like, oh, I guess I was wrong. And then she's just going to go about her day and never think back on it again. Yeah, that's I'll good. I'll be really upset if that happens. 100 episodes out of this thing. I know. Like, in 100 episodes or so, you know, Remy will confront Vulcan again and confirm it for real that she's Valerie. I don't know. But, yeah, yeah. all right, we got to get back to it. Okay. Now, I'm going to go into the amplifiers a little bit. Okay. And by a little bit, I mean a lot. So, you might get a little drowsy here because I do go into the math a little bit. We've never talked about the math before, and I think... You know, I just have to get through it because we haven't discussed really the math. So we know these ability enhancers amplify every aspect of one's ability. That is to say, the five corners of the Pentagon, power, defense, speed, recovery, and the trick stats of the individual. And according to superhero Kuyo, I'm going to call him Kuyo, just one tiny vial is enough to boost a user's ability by half its original level. That's a quote from your boy in episode 199. (laughs) So it appears that each of these five corners of the Pentagon are one and a half times the length of the original. If you look at the the literal graph, you know, I'm not really good at explaining it. You would just have to visualize it. Um, And that would be for both like Lenin, who fought Blyke with the the discs, the yellow discs, and also Radix or Radix, whose ability was Archer. He went from a 2.8 to a 4.2. He also fought Blake. He was like the uh, the sniper. He had a similar ability to Blake, I guess. Okay, so it appears that um, each aspect increases by 50%. I already said that. So, for example, um, the graph for like Arlo's base power stat, for example, is a 6. So you have that. You get 3 and then add that to the original num- number. So you get 6 plus 3. And that's nine. So his power stat alone would be a nine. Not even to mention that his defense would be a ten. So, you know, and that kind of goes back to like, oh, that kind of explains why his level would be a nine point five. You know, because that is immensely powerful right there. Um, it's also important to mention the drawbacks. So we don't know too much about the repercussions at this point whether we're talking about the physical or psychological effects. But we did learn from Kuyo in episode 199. And I think we talked about this in the um, the speculation app, but we didn't get into it too much, that um, the amps, as they are now, have severe after effects. Every user he's met has gone through immediate withdrawals once its effectiveness wore off. Immediate withdrawals. And I think you mentioned that, Lauren, right? Yeah, I mean, they clearly have a need for it. I know. It, and it's not just, a, in my opinion, it's not just a want. They need that to feel better. Mm-hmm. So does oh, it, it sound... Could be, sorry. It could be that power... It, no, it's my bad. It could be that power is intoxicating, right? And they just are high on the power of it or, or whatever. But I, I tend to wonder if it's like an actual physical need. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's addictive. And... 
Like like I I mentioned last episode, I'm really certain that someone in the main cast is going to start using amplifiers, hopefully not regularly, but I could see it happening in the near future. Because I, we know Uruchan has to expand on this arc, and I feel like the only way she can do she can expand on the amplifier arc is if someone in the main cast, you know, uses the amplifiers, you know. Well, yeah, and, and, and then we'll, I know, position. and they have them. Well, we'll see next episode if uh Blake turns them in or not. No. I don't know. I'll be kind of upset if he does, really, cuz no like chance. it's like, okay, we just reverse like all of that all that progress we made, you know, like <laughs> I don't know. But anyway. So anyways, Lauren, tell me, riddle me this. Does does my description of the amplifiers sound vaguely familiar to you? Remind you of a, a ability of a certain angsty teen, maybe in dire need of anchor management classes? You mean like a teen that has the ability to borrow and then amplify abilities and use them against people? No. And then beat the Those crap out of people? <laughs> Never heard of them. <laughs> so yeah, perfect. So we're going to make a comparison to John's ability now. John's base stats are rumored to be all ones for speed, power, defense, and recovery, and a 10 for trick. This is kind of speculation. I've, I mean, I've seen like, you know, fan edits where people like made their own ability charts with John. And I think it makes sense, logically speaking, ones for all of them except trick. And trick would be a 10. I think that makes sense. I mean, it's, I don't think, I mean, the ones, I guess we could debate, but you really can't debate the 10. Right, no, of course not. And then, um, because, and also, there, I don't fully be- agree with it either, Lauren, because, you know, it seems like the size of, like, your area that your ability takes up in the graph is proportionate to, like, your ability level. So if he's just got that little sliver where Trick is, you know, right. but his ability is, like, whatever, 7.5 or something, right. it's not proportional. And that kind of bothers me, you know, but... No, I know. I, I, know. I, I- it does make you wonder how they could have ever called him a 7.0. I mean, that's the only time he's ever been measured. And frankly, I don't also know how they measure these things. I mean, we had the guy at Kavoro Mall or whatever that could tell what your ability is, right? From the lines um, on your palm. <laughs> yes, I, I remember mean, whatever that. Is, so I don't know how they're <laughs> measuring them anyways, but that's really like, I guess, just a total side note. But the question is, are they measuring him while he has other people's abilities within him? And is that how we got 7.0? I mean, that's, I don't, I don't think, I don't expect you to have the answer to that, but that's just a question that I have. Yeah. Cause it appears to fluctuate. So how can you, exactly. how can you measure it as like a stagnant well. thing? You know, yeah, it's not very stagnant. well technically be a one, 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 10. Mm-hmm. I mean, that I mean, might I, technically it, be right. That's like, yeah, it's just like logically speaking, when you see what he does, it, it seems to make sense, but then. I don't know. You know, there's there's discrepancies there. And you know what? We're just going to get past it. You know, we're. Well, yeah, they, but like, here's the thing like, everybody else's ability is much more straightforward. They have an ability. I know. His is much more complicated. And you know what? I want to get back to that point, too. Why is his ability just so much more like radical than any of the other ones? Why is his on like so far on the end of the spectrum? You know, I. I do get into that a bit. So let's get back to it. When he copies an ability, we already went over this. He directly mimics every aspect except for the most prominent one, or perhaps it's the strongest factor. And he always retains a 10 for trick. So for example, when John takes on Arlo's ability, 
and his level. He perfectly reflects his power, his speed, and recovery stats, but maintains a 10 for trick and increases... But if he had Arlo, if he had Arlo and somebody else who had higher recovery, he would take their recovery, right? Yeah, exactly. I said most prominent because I wasn't sure if, you know, you had like a perfectly symmetrical um, ability on the Pentagon. And then what? Does he just like flip a coin for which one he amplifies? I don't know. I feel like that's kind of a, uh, a hole in the logic there. But like I said, prominent. You know, like if 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 they they specialize in recovery, then he'll do then he'll amplify the recovery stat, you know. So that's why I said prominent. Anyways, um and it's also important to note that he's capable of copying four abilities at this time, which just happens to coincide with the four sides of the Pentagon. Yep. So what do you think about that, Lauren? Yeah, it does it, it does intimate to me that he cannot, he never will be able to take on a fifth. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's, it's not a coincidence. Like I think it's, no. meant, it was meant for no. it to be at that I, point. Yes. I don't think it's a coincidence because he's a 10 trick. So he'll never take anybody's trick, which means he at most would take on four and then fill those, fill those four areas of the Pentagon. Right. Has there ever been a scenario, Jenny, and maybe you don't know this off the top of your head. It would be totally understandable where he took an ability where it didn't amplify one of those remaining four points of the Pentagon. Do you get what I mean? What it was like a perfect overlap, and it he didn't it gain lower, any more space, or it was for some reason lower, but he still wanted that ability. Um, if that happened, I think it would have happened during the the Seraphina kidnapping arc, and by that I mean um the abandoned house, not the not the kidnapping part one, but the kidnapping part two by the Wellston students, right. because he does appear to copy a lot of lower level abilities, but they're all pretty um. What's the word? Not prominent. I've been using that word a lot. Like, you know, it wasn't just like dominant run of the mill. Yeah, they were all like specialized abilities. Like, I know he took a recovery ability. He took like a missile ability. And then he took. um, If I'm John, I might take Aizen's ability, even if it's lower than another offensive ability, if I already have it. Right. I hear you. So that's a good question. Honestly, I might have to go back and research that a bit. That's interesting. I never thought about that. So I'm also thinking back to, um, you know, the template of John and what his ability would look like without ample, without taking on any abilities. We're going to call it his baseline stats. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking if it's true that it's one, 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 five, uh, 10, that he's already as powerful as he can be with aura manipulation. You know, because mm-hmm. how yeah. can, you know, where can you improve? You know, he already has a 10 for trick and it doesn't appear that he can acquire higher stats otherwise. So I'm thinking he's already reached full mastery. But, and you know, that's pretty convenient when you think about it. You know, there's five corners of the Pentagon. One will always have a 10. And it seems John could acquire four specific abilities that could specialize in those four remaining sections you know that honestly that's that's an opportunity for Uru chan i'd like to see john utilize that you know because that sounds like a that sounds like a a hack honestly like he could definitely be very strategic if say he and four other people went into battle with ember he could be very strategic of who those four people are to max himself out it seems Mm. like 
But I think it has to be at least five because I think the trio and then Arlo and then also well, Serafina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, if he was going to be su- just super strategic about who he wanted to take on. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I hear you. So now. But the whole point is, Jenny, is that he's the person that we know of that may have very low baseline stats himself and yet has been measured at a 7.0. And I think we can all agree he's above that now. Because he was measured a couple of years ago when he was still at New Boston. Yes, I do agree with that. On, I do agree yeah, with that. Yes. He can only take on three abilities, and this is a couple of years ago. He can now take on four. I mean, just objectively, and he's been using the crap out of his powers. So objectively, he's higher than that. I I guess a seven point five. Arbit- it's arbitrary. It's a nice round number. I like it. Okay. So, but he's the only one that we know that A can take on multiple abilities and B can amplify them. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want to mention this. I don't think I ever told you this, but I had not to toot my own horn or anything, but I did. <laughs> I did speculate he was in the seven range because we see if you look at the top ten list, number one's an eight, number three's a six, number four is a five, number five is a four, number six is like a four. So it's like we're missing one number in between eight and six. You know, it just, it sounded perfect. And you know what? Like you just said, it's arbitrary. I thought he was a 7.0. So I just, you know, not to toot my own horn, but I did guess it. But he but, was a 7.0 a couple years ago, wasn't he? Uh, Yes, but like then he didn't use his ability up until that time. Right. So Okay, so that, can your ability go backwards? I doubt it. I really doubt it. I think um I think he was a 7.0 when he was at Wellston. I think he are was a 7.0 still, at the time he was at Wellston. But are you still I mean at New Boston? No, when he got to Wellston because oh, he, got he there. took yeah, those yeah. he took those 6 months off or whatever, you right. know? So now um another thing I wanted to mention is like even though he probably won't be able to copy more than four abilities. Also, I think that would get overwhelming from like a plot perspective and like a writing perspective from Uruchan, like how do you juggle a character who can have like five plus abilities? Even four was a lot, you know, like I feel like that would be difficult, you know, an art an artistic perspective too. Like so I think that makes sense logically speaking. I don't think John technically has plateaued in his ability level. You know, we can't really confirm that yet. Um because we do still have to kind of take into account that the ability level is deduced from both your potential and your mastery. Right, and but thinking, we still don't know how his ability is even truly measured. I know we don't, we don't. But I just wanted to, I just wanted to make a note of that. I, we're, it's really not confirmed that he's, um, even though it seems he's got full mastery. I don't know if he's reached his full potential. I don't really. I kind of use those words interchangeably, right. but you know what I mean. So well, it seems it seems like mastery is the one that you can work on and that's what we've seen progress on from blike recently mm-hmm. so but the question is like, like this is so off topic or like kind of a tangent but john what if he mastered blike's ability right but then like you measure him and he doesn't have blake's ability on him like okay now that might actually be an, a question that's answered tomorrow because I <laughs> we'll see so. if they fight. I'm curious if John would be able to copy the um, what do we call it? The the special little uh ability that Blake has now. The uh the 
poof, whatever, whatever oh, it's the called. Pul- like the pulse? The pulse, like the, the pulse. pulse. I've been calling it the pulse, yeah. I'm wondering because why was he not able to do that before? That if- is the most insightful thing you've mentioned on this whole entire 33 minutes of this podcast is why didn't John do that when he fought Blake? He already extended the power to more fingers than Blake was able to do. Well, another thing I wanted to mention was when Uruchan updated um, his ability, she changed it to energy discharge, Lauren. She changed it to energy discharge. It was energy beam. And of course, she also changed like a little, a few little things to change so that the level could be 5.0 because he was a 4.5. Right. Obviously, he's been training. I still Um, still want to understand how they measure abilities other than the dude touching you and then saying, here's your ability. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. So, you know, I just wanted to mention, you know, it might have been that might have also been just a a writing a writing flaw, Lauren, because when Uchan made his ability energy beam, that really narrows down his potential right. a lot. And but I think also, she realized that she wanted to utilize that character more than he was capable of being. Well, I guess what I'm wondering is um, you know, if they're truly measuring what you can do. They would have called him energy beam because that's what he could do at the time. Now, if they're doing the touch you thing, they should be able to tell what you actually are. I don't know. Um, right. And it's. And but, it, but here's the thing, too, Jen, is why would John have had any need to pulse while he had Blake's ability? I was thinking that, too. Like, maybe. I don't think so, though. I feel like he would have utilized every aspect that he had. To, I mean, let me think. Let me think. I think he could have used that to his advantage at one point or another. For sure. He was in close combat range with Blake and Aizen and Arlo and Remy at times. So Yeah, but I mean, at, in that scenario, he would have had Arlo's shield. So he wouldn't have need the, needed the pulse. You know, now that we think, now that I'm talking about this, we're, <laughs> this is like, I'm not, I'm totally off script. Like, so off script. I've been so off script today. And um, I'm always off script, in case anyone's wondering. Yeah, because she doesn't have, you're very good at that. I'm probably worse, and I have a script in front of me. Um, we went back in time, you know, for, with John. It was like, um, uh, crap. When was it? Like the 180 range, I think, because and it was a uh, when he was really young and he was like a freshman at New Boston and stuff. And we learned from uh, Claire that it takes some level of creativity, I think, to do what John does. Like, it's not just like he copies her ability and then, oh, snap. He's right. capable of doing everything and then some. I think well, it definitely it, he does creativity. have to be creative. Yeah. Yeah. He uses, in the case of Blake being the most obvious one, he uses their ability in a way they never even have before. Mm-hmm. So I'm Although wondering. He wasn't creative enough to figure out that he had an ability by himself, but I digress. Oh, my God. Oh, shots fired. But, um, fired, John. Come at me, bro. So I'm just, that's just another, I guess, possible explanation for why John didn't use Pulse. I don't really know if it's a viable option, but just just another food for thought. You know, I don't really know. You know, we're just kind of throwing stuff at the wall, seeing if it sticks, you know, all that. So now I'm just going to update everyone. We've drawn some comparisons here between the amplifiers and John's ability. So now it is time to get to my theory that took 37 minutes for me to get to that the amplifiers are, in fact, derived from John's ability. Now, to wait, really elaborate wait, on this, 
Wait, let's let that sink in for a second. Just, just a moment of silence. <laughs> amplifiers explain. are derived from John's ability. So let Lauren me explain and I, further. Ah, the amplifiers exist. The amplifiers exist because John does. Okay. You're, so the amplifiers came after John. <laughs> We're going to get into all of it. We're going to get into all of it because Lauren and I outlined the timeline of Unordinary to see how things, you know, coincide. We're going to get into approximately. it. So approximately. We did make some approx uh, we did make some estimations. I said that John was with William between New Boston and Wellston for 6 months. We don't know if that's true. It just seems like a a possible option. So all right, we're going to start with the New Boston massacre. John injures <laughs> John injures his friends. Jeez. Oh, wait, is it not called that? I don't know. I don't no, know. they totally call it. Eisen okay. for sure called it that before. I okay. guarantee you he's called it that. Okay. I do love Eisen. <laughs> he would say something like that, you know. So John injures his friends. He gets expelled. And then John is taken in by the authorities. Mm-hmm. He completes three Keon. months of readjustment classes with Keon. Now, we don't know the full story behind these 90 days. In fact, I think we've only seen one scene from this time period, one scene. And, mm-hmm. but all we know is that from the looks of it, it is a corrupt and diabolical way of dealing with delinquent children. That is my takeaway from everything I've seen about the authorities, but especially with John, it was wrong. And you know what? Lauren knows this. You all may know this. I am a John Stan. So of course I'm going to defend my boy here, but that was, I think we Dude, can all agree that that know? was beyond messed up. But. Do you even know why it's called a stan? A stan. Um, I don't know. That's that's a good question. It's oh, just I, it's, it's from just, Eminem, dude. It's from an it's from an Eminem song. No Back way. before your time, I'll show it to you later. Oh, that's embarrassing. Now I'm upset. I'm a Zoomer. Okay, I don't know these things. Yeah, that's okay. it's my job as a millennial to educate you. Yes, thank you, thank you, Boomer. Okay, we believe <laughs> it was. <laughs> It was around the time John is released that An Ordinary was published because John's dad, William, gives John his, I think he calls it his new book, and it seems like it's finalized. Just from, just from you know, reading the chapter, you realize the editing stage is probably passed because it has its cover design, so we're just yeah. assuming it's published. It makes sense. So Yeah, so that begs the question. So John gets expelled from New Boston. And then he spends three months with Keon, and at least the one the one flashback that we see is him handcuffed to a table and Keon basically giving him flashbacks, right? Mm-hmm. And his um, ability is memory recall, and he's a five point two. Just to put that in there, which is just total total torture, in my okay. opinion, and something okay. you definitely shouldn't do to minors. I don't know if they had William Doe's uh, permission to do that or whatever, but okay. So he's in there three months, and it is you know. Kind of shortly after that, he's like, hey, read my new book. Mm-hmm. Right. And then superheroes appear. And, yep. you know, they're yes, reading this book and they're beginning to advocate for the weak to defend them right. against well, the when, oppression of the hierarchy. When John goes to Wellston, they're like a few – Ember is a few kills in. Maybe you know this exact number, four or five, whatever it is. A few kills in to the superheroes, which – insinuates that it's been some sort of time has passed between when John got kicked out of Wilson 
when he went to the internment camp or whatever, and when an ordinary was released, sometime between that period and when John goes to Wilson, the superheroes are formed and started being killed by Ember. Mm-hmm. And as a result of all these superheroes uh, coming together to you know fight the hierarchy, fight the authorities, an ordinary is banned. And we right. speculated that that would have happened right before John enters Wellston, like right when summer ends. Again, speculation, so that's not confirmed. Um, and we also believe maybe a month later, maybe sooner, Ember is established. And in retaliation to the influx of superheroes, they begin killing them. And we've seen this. We've seen, got, we've gotten the inside scoop from the trio. You know, they encounter mid-tiers that have been terrorizing low-ranking towns and are able to fight beyond their ability level, you know, due to the amplifiers. Yep. So... This has shed some light on the intricacies of Ember. You know, this is really when Remy starts fighting Vulcan, it's really the first time we actually see anything about Ember besides just like the lo- the few dialogue bubbles and stuff. And it, oh, yeah, it and, appears, the, the, and the murders. Right, right. And we know about Ray, but that was really it. It was really quiet. I mean, Ember was just a, you know, a literal shadow. You know, right. and it's. I'm glad that we're finally getting into that plot piece right. now. Well, let's let's go over that again, just really quickly, just to make sure that people understand where we are coming from. Right? John gets kicked out of New Boston. Yeah. John he's... spends a few months locked away somewhere with the authorities. Mm-hmm. Immediately after that, an ordinary, maybe an ordinary, comes out during that time period or whatever it is. But John reads it right after that. An ordinary, we think, is pretty final at that time. The superheroes. Then or around that same time, start trying to make things right, trying to right the hierarchy and not make it such a hierarchy as it is. Ember starts taking out. Uh, well, the well, an ordinary is banned. I said I, we said I think an ordinary was banned before Ember was established. I think it was a very similar time period, right? Right about somebody starts killing the superheroes who are bucking the system, and. You know, and it's after an ordinary comes out that these superheroes, uh, you know, appear. So perhaps they were influenced by the plot of an ordinary. Then the superheroes occur. And then Ember starts killing superheroes right around the same time, either before or after. I don't know exactly when. An ordinary is completely banned because it's putting ideas in people's heads that the authorities do not like. Which is, hey, what, what would a world be like if there were no levels? If there yeah. was what would the world be like if we were all, you know, like equals or something like radical notion, you know, mind blown. Yeah. So, so we're what we're intimating here is that I, I, I'm going to say me for sure. And I think Jenny agrees with me that the superheroes read an ordinary, got a little radical with it, went out there, started trying to fight the hierarchy and Ember started literally killing them to keep that from happening at about the same time an ordinary was banned. Meanwhile, John, before all of that happened, was in control and in his reassignment sessions with Keon and the authorities. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm just going to put it all together right now, okay? Yes. So what we're concluding from this 
is we have reason to believe that the authorities had been studying John's amplification ability when he was in their custody and possibly use that knowledge to develop the amplifiers and then, I don't know, transition those amplifiers to Ember. You know, could the authorities somehow have acquired data on John's ability while he was in their custody for those three long months being interrogated, analyzed, literally mentally picked apart? 90 and days. Just think about that. Think about where we are right now, wherever you're sitting, and think about 90 days ago and imagine being in the custody of the authorities. They could study you. Mm-hmm. And not to, not even to mention like their crazed obsession for control and power. I could I would not put them put this past them to no. do something this horrendous. No, I would not put it past covered them. How unique John is. We don't know of anyone who has or can hold multiple abilities at the same time. Right. Never mind. Amplify them. I know his his ability is such an oddball, and I just wanted to mention this. But I don't. I agree with the one that we just said. But this is like a part two theory. Really, many. It's going to take like four minutes. Another thing that I was thinking about, you know, kind of with the chicken and the egg analogy. You know, we're kind of saying the amplifiers are derived from John's ability, but what if John's ability was derived from the amplifiers? I think there's some plot reason that the amplifiers have not been mentioned around John other than that one time. And Serafina, when she mentioned them, he got this, you know, dark look and he just thought to himself, amplifiers? You know, he he reacted very very oddly, very strangely, and he seemed to reflect on this. So I'm wondering, and, you know, again, like you just said, Lauren, his ability is, I don't even know how to describe it, just so out there, you know, I don't so, so out of the ballpark. I think I his ability existed before because Claire saw it and that was already within him, right? And he had to use the knowledge that she gave him to develop his ability. I think if if the amplifiers predated him and he got shot with amplifiers or whatever happened to him to create his ability... A, I think he wouldn't have needed Claire. And B, I think there would be more of him than there are. I don't think he would be as unique. And I, mm. I, think, the ti- I think the timing is key. I think Unordinary came out. The superheroes started acting on Unordinary. And people needed, people being Ember, needed to amp themselves. And what do you know? We have this kid who can control and amp abilities in authority custody at the time. Mm-hmm. I also just think it's strange because it's never really explained why it is that he's a late bloomer. So that's why I just wanted to take in consideration the alternative. I think it's going to be one or the other, really. There's no chance in hell that John's ability just happens to be the same thing as these, you know, ability enhancing drugs. You know, there's no chance. They're definitely correlated. That's a good point. It's not a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. I think I really think between those two forks in the road, it's one of them, and I think it's likely the first one that we mentioned for sure. I think that the amplifiers were derived from John's ability. Yeah, I'm so I'm I'm completely sold on it. Mm-hmm. So that's it, guys. Almost 50 minutes. So yeah, this one took a lot to like put all together. So I'm I'm happy how it turned out, and I hope you guys enjoy this one. Because this is a lot. That was a lot of information, and I'm, you know, I applaud you for sticking around. You know, 
49 and a half minutes, you know, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thanks guys. And, um, let us know what you think at, uh, Gmail is an ordinary sisters podcast at gmail.com. And uh, our Twitter handle is an ordinary pod one. So shoot us a message, shoot us a DM. I get them all the time and I love it. I always respond and I'm very up to date. You know, I check like almost every day, weekly at, at the least. So shoot me a message and you can tell us anything. If you have comments, questions, concerns, theories, I'm all for it. Yeah, we love it. We've been getting a lot of mail lately and it's really exciting for us and it really makes us excited about what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll see you in a few weeks, maybe, maybe less. All right. See ya. Bye.